0: Hey, hey, y'all. Crystal here. How are you glowing? How are you doing? I hope all is well. February is almost over, y'all. And I have a good word to share with y'all. It's just some awareness I had today. So, of course, I'm always sharing. But before I go any further, Welcome to the Maya Funds Podcast. I'm Crystal, your host. I am the founder of Fearless Money Inc. Our mission is to give wives the keys to thrive in life and business through their faith and their finances. And the Maya Funds Podcast is an extension of Fearless Money Inc., which is a nonprofit organization. And I am definitely moving by faith. But I'm going to keep moving as I learn, as I become, as I live out this great journey of mine as a wife. I do feel like Fearless Money Inc. is a key to open up a lot of doors for women who are wives. Um, I have so much I want to talk about. Because just this week alone, and it's only Tuesday, (laughs) and today is, what, February 21st. And there are so many things that have come up that I want to chat about, like, for instance, the topic of toxic positivity and glorified motherhood. But maybe I'll save that for another episode when I do a little more research and get some more understanding of that. But man, it's going to be so good. And I became aware of that um, one morning during my devotion. Actually, this was Sunday morning. I always get up before the family gets up on the weekend. Just pretty much every day I try to before my children wake up and before the husband gets up if he's not working. And I try to get some time and quiet time to myself before my house becomes very busy and noisy and so the toxic positivity topic um, I've been studying and researching that here and there Um, I have my certification in personal development I actually got that back in 2021 and it was amazing I didn't do much with it afterwards because I didn't know what direction I wanted to take I just knew I had always wanted to take this particular course to get this certification Um, and it was really good and so as I go back and revisit that a lot of topics are coming up for me and so toxic positivity if you are not aware of what that is we see it all the time in our days especially on social media because our lives have become social media we become so disconnected as far as like, you know, I guess in a sense friendship and physical connections. And so we find ourselves connecting a lot through social media, and especially with people that we don't know at all. We just know them through what they post on social media. And you see a lot of positive information. You see a lot of people living lives that may seem real but they are really unreal or you may see people who are posting things that seem to be really positive but you know it could be an underlying issue where you're just overwhelmed with a lot of positivity and I'm not saying that in a negative way because yes you want to be as positive as you possibly can, but not positive in a way where you are also in denial, like you're facing issues in your life that you need to deal with or heal from, but you project this type of positivity that is not good. It's really negative, but to not face it or really get to, I guess, the root of Certain things that you could be dealing with in life You just try to project so much positivity And you become in denial And you never face the things that You really need to face and heal from So for instance, since we talk You know, finances At Fearless Money Inc um, You may have been struggling With your finances for a long time You may have been living in poverty You may have been depending on government assistance Uh, Who knows what your financial situation is And you know you need to face it And y'all, I'm talking about this because this was me. I know I need to face it. I know I need to budget. I know I need to figure out why I'm not making money or why I haven't established myself. Why am I not stable? My family's not stable. You know, things in my life are not stable. And so I try to project a lot of positivity and just say, oh, it'll be okay. Oh, I'll get through this. Oh, this will all be over one day. But yet I'm not doing anything to fix that or face it or figure out why I've been struggling financially for so long or why I'm not stable and I'm a grown woman or why I don't move in a mature way or why I haven't been able to really take care of myself why I have become the like codependent these are the things where you know it it we project toxic positivity in a way that's not good. So we see a lot of that on social media. And a lot of the lives that we see or posts that we see are not coming from a good place, but it seems good. And we have to be very careful with that because we will connect with people through social media and take on their lives. And then we find ourselves comparing and just say, oh, one day I'll live like that. Or one day I'll travel like her or one day I'll be able to buy bags like she will. Oh, I'm going to get there. I'm going to live that type of life, too. But you're not doing what you have to do to get there. But yet you're saying, you know, I'm going to get there one day. That's <laughs> that could be toxic, toxic toxic positivity that's like faith without works because if you are you have faith but you're not putting work behind that faith you will never see those things so yeah and then the glorified motherhood so I don't even know how this came up but if you go back on some of my episodes I've been talking about like how there's a cry out from wives like motherhood is so glorified In a way where motherhood has been placed on a pedestal in a way where um, it seems like if you're a mom, this is all you do. This is who you are. You have no life. You're not separate from being a mother. Your identity is gone. It's almost as if you weren't an individual or a person before having kids. Like you had no desires, no passions or things to look forward to in life. Um. Before you became a mother. And so, I'm on TikTok a lot. I used to be on Instagram a lot. But now, even on TikTok, we see that a lot. You know, the, the glorification of single motherhood. Or the glorification of being a mom. You're married. But... Um, You see moms who are constantly just posting themselves and their children or their day in the life as a mother. And you really don't see much about their marriage or their husband. They don't talk much about it. So in a sense, that's a glorification of motherhood. Like, look at me, I'm a mom. This is how my day looks. I'm a mom boss. I'm, you know, I'm doing it all. It's hard, but I'm getting it done. And so people project this life of like motherhood and in that's all that there is, that is for them, in a sense. It's like, what about the rest of your life? What about you as an entrepreneur? What about you as, you know, a wife? What about you as an individual and your passions and your desires? And so motherhood becomes glorified, the stay-at-home mom situation or, you know, yeah. We forget about all of the other things that we do and other titles that we hold, even though we are not defined by titles, but... Many women women out there are being defined by motherhood. And I think it's because if you don't join this community of stay-at-home mom or mom boss or mompreneur or day in the life of a mom, it's almost as if you don't have a life and you're not an individual. And so you feel like you can't connect with anybody or a community or be held accountable unless you are glorifying motherhood and saying yeah look at me hey i'm a mom too it's hard for me too but i'm doing it and i'm getting it done and i have to do this and i have to do that it's a lot (laughs) and i hope y'all understand what i'm saying when i do talk about that so yeah so i don't want to get too deep into it just yet because there is a lot more that i'm just reading up on and even just looking at my own life and thinking of about you know if I have been doing that and you know I'm not gonna act like you know I'm a mom of five my youngest is one and my oldest is 12 so I have a lot of different age ranges going on in my house and I will say after being a mom for 12 years you do find yourself falling into that trap of motherhood Being burnt out, oh my God, woe is me. Look at me, I'm burnt out. I'm a mom, I look a mess. I'm always home with these kids and I'm the only one that has to do this, this, this. Especially if you're married, I'm married. But I don't wanna fall into that at all. Like I don't wanna idolize motherhood. I don't wanna complain about motherhood like some women do. But I also don't wanna project it as, you know, a thing where this is my job. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying. So, yeah. So I'm gonna definitely chat more about that in the coming episodes. But on this particular episode, after 11 minutes into this, I do want to talk about going through like the ugly phase of your life, and I'm kind of gonna try to keep this chat, you know, as short as possible. But. Had this awareness today because i'm like in between hairstyles right and so for most of you that know you know when you take down your hair you may have had it done i had braids in so i just took my braids down and every time it gets to that point it's like oh my gosh it's time for me to take my hair down but you know i want to take a little break in between but I know as I take this break in between, I'm going to be looking a hot mess. <laughs> so now I got to go through a little ugly phase for a little bit. But sometimes that ugly phase can be peaceful and it can be comforting because it's like, oh, I can breathe. I don't have to worry about, you know, um, I don't know, like maintenance in a sense. I can embrace my beauty, my natural hair, my, my, um, natural beauty in a sense for a little bit and honestly when I'm in between hairstyles even though it's an ugly phase to me I enjoy it because when I look at myself in the mirror I'm just like man I love wearing my natural hair and I love just how I look I feels like it I feel like my face is enhanced my beauty is enhanced my natural beauty is enhanced and like I can see my face and not my hair you know what I'm saying all of my features and not my hair And so we all go through an ugly phase in life. And when I say that, I mean, like, you're going through like healing or you may have come to a point in your life where it's like it's time for a change or you want something new. And you may be going through a time where like things are just it seems like things are falling apart. You may be losing relationships. You need to leave an environment, a job, a job. Um, maybe things need to change in your home, as a parent, as a wife, just in many different areas of your life. And so as you say yes to the change in this particular situation, that's, there there's a lot that comes along with that. Like you have to prepare yourself for the change because it's not only going to affect you, but you also have to... Like prepare yourself for that, uh, for that ugly phase. Um, And that's when you're like dropping everything. Everything is dropping out out of your life, falling apart. Um, You are, you know, getting rid of old habits and old ways. You're learning something new. And even when you're learning something new or trying to change habits or anything like that, like it's ugly Because you have to go through a whole new process to make yourself adapt to the new thing in your life. And so it affects those around you. It affects your children. It affects your husband. It affects your friends, your family, people you are connected to. Because you just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how you're even going to handle the ugly phase of your life and because you're so used to living life one way or your husband or children may be used to you doing things one way. Friends, family may be used to you doing something one way or responding to something in a certain way. And when you begin to change that, they are not going to understand and that's going to look ugly. And you're going to have to be strong in that because you don't want to... Go back or turn back or take a few steps back or Resist the change because it's making other people uncomfortable around you So it's making you uncomfortable and you slip back into that phase that seemed All put together and beautiful, you know, it's just like when you get your hair done Like I said before it's like when your hair is done. It's like oh snap, you know, I'm looking good Look at me. My outer appearance is great. I'm carrying myself. Well, And so people can adapt to that because that's what seems normal in our society, right? It's like, you got to be all put together. Your hair got to be laid. Your lashes, your nails, your clothes, everything has to look beautiful and perfect. But when you're not looking like that, how are other people going to respond? How are you even going to respond to that? That's that ugly phase of life. And now you got to experience all types of emotions and you know change and grief and all of these things and it just becomes ugly it just becomes ugly (laughs) and I just wanted to talk about that because it's my question to you is like how are you handling the ugly phase of your life you have like a clean slate everything has cleared out or everything is clearing out and it looks ugly it may look a mess. It may look chaotic. But is it really that way? Or is it peaceful? Um, is it clear? Do you have clarity? Can you see clearly now? You know, through this ugly phase. Another visual I want to use is, um, like, when you look at land, right? Um land that is, you know, got a lot of weeds and it looks uncultivated, but you see a canvas like this beautiful picture. But before you see the beautiful thing, you have to go and you have to face this ugly field. You have to clean it off. You have to prepare the foundation the soil whatever it is that you have to do to plant the seeds to you know grow whatever it is you're going to grow but you have to prepare that land for the beautiful thing that you see in the end but it's ugly in the beginning and that's the problem because nobody wants to really go through that ugly phase nobody wants to get rid of all the old stuff or the things that aren't supposed to be in your life Nobody really wants to face, you know, cleaning out dirty stuff. You don't want to touch it. You don't want to, like if we're using the field, for example, and you've bought this piece of land that has a whole bunch of weeds and trees and all of these things, but you see the dream home that you're going to build on it. But you can't just go out in this ugly field and put this beautiful home in that field without preparing it and so first you have to like get out the plan like you have to put the plan down on paper and you have to get the blueprints and you have to talk to different people to help you assess and get everything together and then now you have to go out and you have to clear out this land you got to get all the weeds out because if you leave any of this stuff on this land and you try to build up your home on it, something is going to be messed up or fall apart once you get that beautiful dream home up on this land, right? You're not going to go and build your home on top of all the weeds and there may be rocks and tree stumps and all kind of things there. You may need to go lay the proper soil, you know, uh, Dig something out like there are so many things that may need to be done and you don't want to go and put your dream home on top of all of that. And then once you get it up now, you have to tear it all back down. You may have to go back and fix this and fix that. You don't want to have to do that. So you want to face the ugly phase (laughs) of your life. You have to go through the process of cleaning it all out and preparing it and getting it ready to put your dream home on that and so your dream home would be that life that you see yourself living after you have healed after you have overcome some things after you have after you have conquered some things even if it's in a phase of like you're going into a new job like for instance you know you have never been stable you have never you know provided for yourself or had a a consistent income or you may have not taking the time over the years to really pursue or go after the things that you desire that dream job or whatever it is that you know you've been wanting to do for many many years um you have to go and gain the skills you have to go get in a class or get a mentor or um just go get all the skills that you need you're definitely not going to skip a process because man, I don't want to take the time to learn this. This is going to take me a whole year to take this course or to get this prepared. And because you don't want to take the time and you don't want to face it, or so many excuses may come up you feel like you don't have the time to do this or that, or you feel like you don't have the capacity to do it, or you feel like you're um, incapable of Doing whatever it is that you just don't do it or you make up all kind of excuses and so there you are still standing in on this land that is filled with all of these weeds and rocks and tree stumps and you're just not willing to clear it out you're just not willing to do what you need to do because you don't want to go through the ugly phase and so i want to encourage you um to face that to face that that clearing out to face that process to tackle that thing and not by yourself because this is not about you being like self-sufficient or you know relying on yourself to get through this this is a time where you definitely have to turn to God and you have to lean and trust and depend on him and trust him to lead you to the resources and the people in the community that you need to clear out this land because you are your life is the land and right now it looks like a mess (laughs) and so you don't want to immediately begin to go out and just get what you think you need or what you think you want because even though you have a vision in your mind If you try to do it all by yourself because you think you can figure it out and you think you know everything by just Googling, you're going to mess it up. You're going to build in the wrong way and you don't want to do that. So you do want to trust that God will lead you to what you need, not what you want in a sense, because sometimes what we want is not necessarily what we need. I may want to build a (laughs) 10 bedroom, eight bathroom five car garage house on this land. But do I really need that? Do I really need that? Like, where is that desire coming from? Because I'm going through this ugly phase in my life. This is what I think I want, but is it what I really need? And so you need God to guide you, but you also need God to send the people and the resources and the community that you need to send you in the right direction, to open up your eyes, to, to say, no, this is not how you take up the weeds out of this land. This is, this is what you need to, uh, clear out these rocks. This is what you need to dig up this tree stump. You know, like you may go get a shovel thinking that's all you need to pick up the rocks, but really you need a a whole bulldozer <laughs> to get the rocks out of the field but you tried to go get a shovel because you wanted to do it on your own and that's pride y'all that that's nothing but pride and pride can definitely get in the way when you're going through this ugly phase because you feel like i got this i don't want people to see my land looking like this my life looking like this I don't want people to know what I'm going through I don't want to have to be honest and transparent and open up so I can deal with this and face this so let me just go over here and get this shovel but if you open up and do the inner work and do what you need to do then you can skip that process of trying to do it yourself you spent all of this time you're burnt out you're working hard for nothing because you tried to get this shovel to get this rock up but not realizing that the majority of that rock was under the ground And so now you spend all this time digging around this rock, trying to do it by yourself or in the way you think you needed to do it or in the way you think you should have done it. And then you realize that you got so much more to dig. And if you had just gone through this process the right way and trusted God to get everything that you needed to tackle this rock, you would have avoided doing all of that. So you definitely have to set your pride aside. And believe me, I know because I've done this in many different areas of my life, trying to have control and not wanting to face things in the way that I know I needed to really face them. You just try to deal with the surface of it all. And so, yeah, I had many times where I tried to dig up a rock with a shovel and it really was like a boulder, in a boulder in the dirt but I only saw the what was on top so I figured that I could move it on my own I've done that in my marriage I've done that with my finances I've done that because I didn't want to open up and be honest with people I've done that because I just wasn't ready to heal and I wasn't ready to do some things and face some things I even done that when I know I needed to learn a new skill or I needed to go take a course or something like that. Like I would try to Google my way through, watch so many YouTube videos, find as many free courses as I could, just trying to figure it out on my own. And then I miss opportunities to just get the help that I needed. To go get that bulldozer, to get that boulder out at in one moment instead of multiple times and day after day I'm digging at this rock. And after so much time has gone by, now I realize it's a a boulder under there and I could have avoided all of that. So that ugly phase is not fun, but it's necessary. And you have to be open. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to be willing to be transparent and you have to be willing to just say yes to the process and say yes to not skipping any. That is necessary to clear out your land properly. <laughs> nobody likes that ugly phase. I believe me, nobody likes it, but it turns out beautifully in the end. If it is done right, if you get everything that you need, you get the help you need, and you stay the course, and you do not get tired, you don't give up. You don't stop. The end results are always beautiful because now imagine yourself living in that dream home, living that dream life. Because when I reference the dream home on the land, I'm talking about your life. Imagine you living that life because you did what was necessary through that ugly phase. You went through the process no matter how it looked, no matter what you lost, no matter what you faced, no matter you know what you had to go through, you went through the process. And now you can hear, congratulations, <laughs> I made it. You can tell yourself, you could be proud of yourself because you made it through that phase without having to repeat processes over and over. So embrace the ugly phase of your life. Just embrace it. Embrace it and tackle it. Not by yourself, but by trusting in God and definitely apply this to your finances, because I'm going to say this one last thing. So, for instance, today, now I know God has been talking to me about my finances and he has been telling me what I need to do to get a hold on, to start to get my finances under control, to unlearn, you know, things about myself, to gain new knowledge about finances and what it really means and what it looks like to him and just get all of the toxic information out of my mind but also like the way that finances has been presented to me throughout my whole entire life and so you know I've been told something as simple as just budget budget out your money just write out a budget and y'all for years, I would never budget because I felt like it was such an ugly phase because first of all, it's like I've never done this before, which, you know, honestly, it's a principle. Like if you're not budgeting your money, what are you doing? <laughs> because your your finances are just going to be chaos if you're not budgeting and tracking your money It's just that's all you're doing. But I made it something so much bigger than it was so I decided to just dig around the rock, rock, right? I'm just like, you know, I'll budget, try to budget this week. I'll go watch a whole bunch of YouTube videos. I would go buy planners after planners. I tried to do everything. I bought the planners with the nice stickers and all of that stuff. Trying to like just prevent, like not prevent, but to convince myself to budget in the way that I think I needed to budget. Let me make this look pretty. Let me make it look fun before it needed to look pretty and fun because I knew that in the beginning, it wasn't going to look that way because I'm learning to do something I've never done before. And so I tried to do all the things, just spending unnecessary money, um, spending um, time that I didn't have trying to, you know, gain knowledge and apply certain things in a way that i shouldn't have and then most of the time i would just stop and not face my money because it was always a struggle for me so it just seemed like you know we were never make enough so it's just like why am i budgeting and then too i wasn't i've i've never been stable never really made my own money consistently like in a career or a job my husband has always been the breadwinner in our home so whether he was making more than enough or whether he wasn't making enough, I would not face my finances. I wouldn't budget at all. And it would just always end in chaos. And then I would just stop and wouldn't look at it at all and just spin, 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 and do what I want to do. And a lot of months go by where we had more month left than our money i forget how they say that phase but you got more months than money (laughs) and so due to me not budgeting and being consistent and just going through that ugly phase of like no matter what this looks like whether i have enough or we have more than enough i'm still gonna budget and do what i need to do until i see a steady flow and i become consistent with my money until it becomes a habit like i budgeting is pretty much talking to your money and telling it where to go that's the relationship with the money and if you're not a good steward over your money you can't get more and it starts with budgeting it starts with like having that wisdom and that knowledge and understanding and also peace of mind of like knowing what's coming in and what's going out and disciplining yourself to handle your finances properly so for me i was like what's the point I just want to spend when i want to spend i want to do what i want to do <laughs> and so it always ended in chaos and i would find myself like praying like oh my god why are we always going through this why are i going through this i'm always going through this and i just didn't want to face the fact that like i just wasn't doing what i was supposed to be doing managing my money budgeting my money and so i tried to do so much in this land of my finances Without going through a process, without clearing it out in the way that it was supposed to be cleared out to have that consistent flow or see that beautification of my finances. Because if I budget and do it consistently, no matter how my money looks, it'll position me to get it right, to be able to open up my mind and my heart to receive the money and the cash flow or the flow of money that I know I'm supposed to have because... I have authority over my money. My money does not have authority over me. So no budget, no authority. You have a budget, you have authority. And you know which way to go. You know which resources you need. You know what community you need. Like, you know what people you need to help you get through this. Because now you will see it in a different way if you're budgeting. So for me, it because I ne- we never had enough, it was just like, what's the point of budgeting? so anytime we would get lump sums of money especially like refund time it was just like oh i'm about to you know buy this and buy that why because i had no hope like money had authority over me and that's not how it's supposed to be i'm supposed to be in control of the money and when i'm in control i can tell it what to do i can i can create the paths to open up the cash flow and say okay I'm going to do this over here because this is going to bring more. And I'm going to do this over here because this is going to bring more. I'm going to stop doing this because this is making us have less. And so I try to skip that process of that ugly phase of finances. So now I find myself in that position right now where I am back at that ugly phase. But I'm going to face it because I'm like, I have to do this. Whether I have enough money at the end of the week or the end of the month, it doesn't matter, I'm still gonna budget it. I'm still gonna have authority over this, and I'm gonna be consistent to open myself up to receive but because because I wasn't budgeting, I was just just going with the flow of things and just letting money happen to me in a sense instead of like positioning myself to receive more, so that is where I am. With this ugly phase of life <laughs> in one area of my life, I'm going through this in many areas of my life right now. Ugly phase, and believe me, it's uncomfortable not just for me but for people around me as well. But I have to push through it and keep, you know, cultivating the land in a sense, cultivating this field, this land to prepare it to receive or reap the harvest of the beautification of it all so i hope this was encouraging to you if you are going through an ugly phase in your life or you know that you need to just face that process and face that ugly phase of your life no matter what area it is in just face it and trust god that he got you because you see the end but the hard part is starting and the most challenging part about it is after you start is being consistent because sometimes there could be such a high with starting something but then once you start and now you have to become consistent and make it a habit and make it a routine in your life it can it can be a bit challenging because you have to train like yourself to get used to something new so now you have to resist these old things and old ways that you had to bring the new in and so of course new and old is going to try to fight against each other and most of the time old the old things wins but you don't want that and so that's that a part of that ugly phase is like you have to fight against the old to get the new and you have to fight the resistance to change you have to fight that so starting is always fun but can you continue through the process even when it's ugly and not go back and then you have to keep repeating that ugly phase you find yourself back at square one and facing the same thing again and you don't want to do that you don't want to have to go through that save yourself some time girl (laughs) or gentlemen if you're listening so that's my chat for now um i hope you like this enjoyed this if you did please go follow fearless money inc on tiktok go follow fearless money on instagram um follow me crystal clayton i'm on tiktok as well crystal underscore clayton i'm on twitter crystal clayton underscore i believe and i'm on instagram as well i don't do too much over there but crystal clayton underscore on instagram as well so i'm currently going through my ugly phase and i thank y'all for just joining me in my journey and my process and just watching me you know just grow up in a lot of areas (laughs) grow up (laughs) so as i gain the keys to thrive in my life and my businesses through my faith and my finances because finances is definitely a weapon in your life and can be used to fight a lot of battles but when you don't have it it can be hard because you're very unprepared for a lot of battles or a lot of things that may come your way or even opportunities not just about battles but even opportunities that may come your way and you just don't have the money so finances is definitely a a weapon but it's also a tool it's also a resource and can do so much and you won't understand that until you begin to change your mindset and your perspective towards it so thank y'all for listening subscribe to the podcast you can also go subscribe to my youtube channel um crystal clayton glows I believe it is I'm on YouTube I also do the tea with crystal so some of these episodes you hear here on this podcast is also posted on my channel as video because sometimes I record so it's kind of a mix of the two because as I share on this podcast I'm also sharing like parts of my life and you know what's changing in my life and what I'm doing what I become aware of and I just want to share my journey so thank y'all for listening and until next time See y'all later.